Let's go talk about Verlander going to the Mets, get an update on what he thinks of the Tigers. Mr. Gage, uh, he is baseball royalty when it comes to the Tigers. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good. Uh, that caught me off guard. couple things. Uh, Verlander going to the Mets, but then when you see $43 million a year for two years, you can see why he went to the Mets. Absolutely. The money in baseball right now is absolutely incredible. And Because and, a lot of people thought Verlander was going to sign a deal and do the, hey, I want to finish my career in Detroit, which he could after these two years uh, and come back. But with his wife and... You know, they like the you know lifestyles of the rich and famous, which they both are. Uh, I don't think he's going to end in Detroit. They might do the ceremonial thing where he comes back and has his jersey retired. But do you ever see him finishing his career in the Motor City in a Tigers uniform? Absolutely not. You know, he's going to pitch for as long as he, as he can. And for as long as he can, he's going to be effective and be, a, and, and be worth a lot of money. And the Tigers aren't spending a lot of money. I mean, $10 million for Matthew Boyd was their idea of a splurge. And it was. I mean, $10 million for Matthew Boyd. That was an indication to, to a lot of us that the pitching market is out of control. But $86 million for, for two years, that is amazing. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at... The Tigers, and from what Harris, the new president, said yesterday to the writers at the winter meetings out in San Diego, that you know he, the young guys are going to get innings, they're going to get at bats. I, I think Boyd, the ten million, could be in the rotation, pitched well out of the pen here the last few years, bouncing around. I I think this is another rebuild, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. It's going to be a rebuild without the build because they got rid of the guys they were building with. They got rid of Candelario. They got rid of Victor Reyes. And and a lot of the building blocks that we were led to believe were were going to be building blocks petered out and weren't any good. So I think he he said to the writers, and I'm maybe paraphrasing a little, that the our farm system is the strength of the franchise right now. That's why the young guys are going to get major league innings and major league at bats. You know, I think that's fine. But what's the difference between that and what Al Avila could have said? You know, uh, until the Tigers are not major players on the free agent market, they're doing more development of their coaching staff than they are their team. And I just think they're, you know, they're 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 a backbencher right now. And if they're going, if they're going to be good, it's going to be by accident. And and if somebody comes through and is really very good, you know, Riley Green was good this year, but I wouldn't say better than good. But you know, he's going to be a major league player. He's going to be a solid major league player. I don't know if he's going to be a star, but they need many more of of guys like that, or they're not going to be able to feel a competitive team. And you look at teams inside their own division. The Guardians just added Josh Bell, a great power hitter today uh, with a two-year deal. Uh, so that's the latest from MLB.com. Uh, so they're playing uh, to win. And on the flip side, you look at the MLB draft lottery. It's going to happen tonight. And the Tigers, believe it or not, uh, still have a shot at the overall number one pick. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, they, if, if any way they can build – you know, and and be consistently better than the year before, that's fine. 
but I don't see that they're going to be contenders, and I don't see they're going to be perennial contenders. I think Scott Harris has is, is, is gotten into something that, from afar, he didn't know really what what quite the predicament was here. Uh, we got the Tigers have an owner who's willing to spend up to a limit, but the limit isn't what the limit used to be. And uh, you know, the market in baseball right now is just—I mean, I mean, look at the numbers being thrown around. The Tigers can't compete or won't compete with those numbers. Now, maybe Mike would have, but Chris will not. Yeah, looking at the potential depth chart for the Tigers, where they sit right now. Haas at catcher, Torkelson at first, uh, second base uh, is up for grabs. You could see a, a young guy like Kreidler jump in there, or Kreidler moves over to third probably now with no Candelario. You got Baez at shortstop, and you hope uh, he figures out American League pitching and Comerica and loses the angle uppercut swing. Uh, Badu, Riley Green, Austin Meadows, your outfield if they stay healthy and Badu can hit like he did uh, in his rookie year, that's okay. Uh, Kerry Carpenter, I did like his bat at the end of the year, but man, look at that lineup. That it, I'm I'm looking at this lineup, and that that just smells of last place. It really does. Yeah, it's not a competitively productive uh, lineup. It really isn't. And right now, the goal is to be feel a team that could be 500. I just don't see how they can be contenders. Now, with that said, you know, the the White Sox lost to Brayu and uh, the, the Guardians could contend. I don't, you know, the Twins so far have lost Korea, and, and I don't see that they're going to, maybe they're going to step up and spend some bucks, but I don't see a take-charge team in the division, and that's going to be... Uh, uh, to the Tigers' uh, benefit, it really will be. You know, you talk about Boyd, where they'll, they'll have to put him back into the rotation because you're not sure about Rodriguez mentally or his ability to get people out. Matt Manning did pitch well at the end of last year. Turnbull will be coming back from an injury. You, know, you got Bo Brisky. Uh, wow, Fiedo uh, was hurt. Mize was hurt. Scooball was hurt. You got Tyler Alexander. Or Alexander. I Wow, I'll tell you what. When you look at what they have right now, it, it, it may be worse than we've seen in a couple of years in Detroit. Matthew Boyd suddenly woke up and Christmas came early for him because oh, ten million. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's and I like Matthew Boyd, and I think that when he's right, he's a he's a you know a a a pretty good pitcher, but. It's as if he went to sleep a $5 million pitcher two years ago, got hurt, and came back a $10 million pitcher. He really hasn't accomplished anything in the last two years, and yet he's he's doubled his worth. So, again, that's the story of baseball right now. You can, uh, you can do nothing, and your value goes up. Now, we're kind of in the quasi-third rebuild, if you look at it, because the end of... 2013, 2014, from Osmus to Gardenhire. Uh, then you roll through uh, Al Avila coming in, and now Harris and A.J. Hinch and that bridge. And you're really, and I, I was doing this math, trying to get the timeline down. 
as I look at the picture of Verlander and Scherzer celebrating their reunited fest uh, with the Mets. Why, why not just add Anibal Sanchez and David Price and Porcello in his prime to that rotation? Oh, my God. I, I'm i telling you, I'm, I'm looking at this, and can the fans withstand a third rebuild? How will they draw with, with that roster? And I, you know you got Miguel in his final year, obviously the DH, right? Yeah, and, and Miguel is uh, three years older than he was when the rebuild began. And he's not the player he used to be. He's not the hitter he used to be. He can barely go from first to second on somebody else's single. Uh, and, you know, until they, until they get out from under that, that salary and can sign somebody, two, two decent players, two uh, major league players for, that each make about 15 to 20 million a year, you know, the, that's that. That's going to be an anchor around their neck. It really is. And I, you know, Miguel's had a great career, but he's well past his prime. And I'm sorry that he's going to drag them down for a year. Uh, he, they deserve more than that. And frankly, by the end of this year, I hope that Tiger fans just remember him for what he was and not a not for what he is. No, I, I think Miguel is. You know, because Justin exactly was a Mister World Series. Uh, for the Tigers, I think uh, Tigers fans are loyal. You know that, Tommy. That there, it will be about what he meant, and he was part of that pudge, that cornerstone, those building blocks that got them over the top. And you know, I think if you're Harris and you took this over, I, I agree 100 percent with you. Because when I talked to him back in September, he was excited. He said they would have money, that they would be aggressive in free agency. And then I think reality set in on what you have to work with and how many uncertainties you have. You don't know about Austin Meadows. You don't know about Badu. That's two outfield spots. Uh, Torkelson. You don't know about Torkelson. You don't know about Kreidler. You don't know if Baez is going to come back and hit again. You don't know about that rotation. There's not a surefire guy that can go out and get you 15 wins. And I don't think huge anybody foresaw what, the, what salaries were going to do. It's like going in for a, a tank of gas and all of a sudden paying $20 a gallon. I mean, the, the price of pitching has just gone out of sight. And the game, despite the offense that you see and the home runs you see being hit in baseball, I think it still revolves around pitching. You know, there's inflation happening right now, uh, Tommy. Uh, for with everybody else, but it's not happening in baseball because Boyd's getting ten million. Uh, Turner got three hundred million uh, from the Phillies, and that wasn't even the best offer. Judge, who knows with the bidding war, possibly with the Giants and the Yankees, and who knows maybe he'll even end up as a Met. That that could be over five hundred million. Oh, that's it's well, I I cringe at the thought of what we're going to see for the rest of the winter, but you know. Going forward, what's it going to be next year? I mean, that's there's just no predicting. It's out of control. You know, Tom, the only path for the Tigers, it really is, and this is the path that the Braves had, that the Astros had, that I think the Tigers were trying to follow and still are, that you get four or five of those minor leaguers that become all-star type players. That That's your only path to contending again unless you go out and just go spend a – a billion dollars, literally, and that might not be enough money to buy a champion. 
No, it might not be. And you can't make any mistakes in your drafting. And uh, the Tigers have made mistakes. They've made mistakes in their trades. They didn't get enough for Verlander. Uh, you know, it, it's not. They're not going to be a terrible team. They're just not going to be a really enjoyable team. I want to ask you, in being a Hall of Famer and Tom Gage, uh, formerly the Detroit News, and he knows everything Tigers and Major League Baseball. If Mister Illich never uh, became ill and passed away, and he was still in charge in his prime. How different would the Tigers be right now? I don't know how different they could be. I think that he was going to, I mean, baseball itself has changed in its spending habits and its limitations. But I think they, I, he loved stars, and he wanted his team to be full of stars. And I think you would see the Tigers at least be mentioned for some of the players that you hear being tossed around at the winter meetings. I mean, Mike Illich didn't want his team to be left behind and to be considered a, a backbencher. And I think right now, a lot of the free agents don't even consider the Tigers. They, you know, they could, if they want a solid organization somewhere like a, a, you know, like a scope who found a home here and has been able to uh, continue for a few years here, he's not a star. But he's, a, he's an okay player, and I think that's the type of player they're going to attract. But they're only going to have, they're only going to get okay players. And I think it's too bad. I think, I think Mike Illich still had the Pudge Rodriguez, Magli, Ordonia stars in his eyes. And, and he, was, he, he, was, he was able to own the team when he was, when he was able to, when teams were able to kind of, uh, come out of the blue and spend and, and sign those guys. But right now, I don't know if even Mike Illich would be competitive uh, yeah, I, for the free agents today. I know there's a lot of hindsight. You look back and say, hey, it would have been nice to sign J.D. Martinez, Scherzer, uh, Verlander. But again, we're going down that path where you already had Miguel Cabrera at the time signed to one of the biggest contracts baseball had ever seen. And if you were going to keep... Uh, J.D., Verlander, and Scherzer, even at the market value then, you were looking at over a half a billion dollars to keep those three. I remember, I remember Mike Gillich offered Scherzer something that he thought was a competitive offer. And Scherzer just, he didn't agree with him. And he, and he snubbed his nose at it and went away. Yeah. I, think that, I think that soured Mike Gillich on the... On the competition for for high end free agents, I really do. Yeah, I think I remember, if I'm not wrong, and, and I'm going back uh, a while, you know, ten years, whatever it was. And I think he offered like 175 million, and then there became this. Well, Illich was going to pay for Verlander to keep him around more than Scherzer, and and they went their separate ways, and then Verlander eventually goes to the Astros, and now they're both on the Mets roster. The, the circle of life. It will be a Broadway play in New York City with Scherzer and Verland. Well, I mean, they had to replace DeGrom, and they went out and got themselves probably at 40 years old still the best and, and smartest pitcher in, in baseball. And more power to Justin Verlander. I mean, he, he came back from uh, Tommy John, and he's, you know, he's, 
he's a he's a great pitcher, and uh, he's uh, for a long time I was on the fence of whether or not he would be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not on that fence anymore. He's he's going to make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a he's a first ballot. Uh, lock, I think, even more than uh, Scherzer is uh, when it comes yeah, to. Yeah, I think so. Right? I think so. Uh, and and we're and we're going to be we're going to look back on his Detroit days and and consider them the, the glory years. Well, um, Houston will say, say the same thing, but at least we got to enjoy Verlander for all those years he was a Tiger. By the way, the MLB draft tonight is on the MLB network. Uh, the Nats have the best odds at 16.5% along with the A's and the Pirates. Tigers have the sixth best odds to land the overall number one pick tonight at 7.5%. That will be on uh, the MLB network tonight, the Major League Baseball draft lottery. Uh, Tommy, great baseball conversation. Happy holidays to you and your family. Same to you, huge. All right. Uh, good man. He, he's a legend.